guys! Welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Assyria, and here's your top stories of the week. And here's your top stories in gaming. So one of the big things that happened this week, it appears, well, it doesn't actually, well, we don't really know, but here, here it goes. The Xbox Series X prototype has been leaked on the internet. Now, of course, you know, this is a prototype and it could very well be a mock-up, meaning that someone could have came up with this on their own. However, there was a serial number tied to it now whoever released this photo or leaked this photo were not smart and the reason why they wasn't smart is because that serial number is tied to every prototype that goes out into the wild and you best believe that Microsoft and that whole team over there knows exactly who that was released to and where it is because and the sad thing about it is, I'm sure that they took it down, the original one, but someone screenshot it because you know the internet is fast as I don't know what. But it may have been an accident. Why are they releasing it? It's beyond me. But I guess they did it for the grams. They did it for the likes. And they could very well be facing a lawsuit. They won't be worked with again. I mean, all of the companies would not even dream of using them again because they leaked, you know, sensitive documents or, you know, prototypes of consoles that are not that are out yet. I don't know. I just I, I'm 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 trying to figure out why in the world would you risk doing it? It's like, okay, we already know that the hardware is out there. We already know that because the CEO of the Xbox brand, not um, Bill Gates, he's Microsoft, remember guys, but um, Phil Spencer, Phil Spencer, we already know he has one at home. He let everybody in the all Twitter sphere. I'm sure he did it on the other platforms, but we're gonna keep the Phil Spencer. Phil told everybody that he has one at the house, but you didn't see him, you know, releasing photos. I mean, and the man that's the CEO doesn't make any sense. Um, Nintendo won a lawsuit over this um, past week. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to explain this in a, in a way that um, you guys can understand, so follow me. Okay, so you know when you pre-order? Well, you know, in the Europe, in Europe which is going to start there, you know, people were pre-ordering the game and... Then when they got said game and they didn't like it or say that they 
they didn't probably have the funds in order to buy said game. They would cancel their pre-orders. Well, Nintendo was like, um, I'm not trying to hear that. And a lot of people got up in arms about it. And the people took it, took Nintendo to court and said that, um, they felt that it was illegal that they are beholden to that pre-order and that they couldn't cancel that pre-order. However, Nintendo won that case saying, if you pre-order this game via digital or whatever, you are responsible for that purchase. And if you receive this game or you receive it sometime later on, you know, not later on, but you know, after you press that pre-order button and you, you make the decision that, hey, I don't want this game, then that's on you. That's on you. And a lot of people are thinking that this is anti-consumer. And here's my thing. I don't think that it is. And the reason why I don't believe that it is, is because when you go through the Nintendo eShop, okay, there are steps to make sure you know what you are doing. Number one, if you are pre-ordering a game, you should be researching that said game. That's the very first thing. That is your responsibility as a consumer. Okay? That's number one. Number two. It, why are you even... That should have probably been number one. Why are you pre-ordering digital games? For what? You know it's not going nowhere. But I guess that you want to play it day one. But see, here's the thing. That's what makes it an oxymoron. Because if you are pre-ordering it, then that means you are doing the research that come to the conclusion that you want to play this said game. So yeah, if you press that pre-order button, then yes, that means you are committing to this game. And everyone's going to get, you know, they're going to slip up. But here's the thing. And you could take this from me. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to share a little story with what I did today. I pre-ordered Animal Crossing. Now, there's not a lot of information out there, but I know I want that game. So, I have to do, this is my responsibility. I have to do research on that game to the best of my ability. And then come to a conscious decision whether or not if this is the game that I want. I can't press the pre-order button and then, you know, my coins may be a little bit short. And that very well may be the case. But if I don't know how my money is going to be looking, then you can... You can best believe that I am not going to make a pre-order. Because I can't see how that money is not going to be there. If I know that that money is always going to be there. 
then yes, I can pre-order. So no, I'm not coming down on Nintendo. This is your responsibility. You are the consumer. And if you are buying something over $20, then you best know what it is that you are getting. Don't put that on no one else. You should know what you're getting. Moving on, let's talk about Doom. Okay, so Doom Eternal will be coming out. Um, March 20th, 2020. Not 20 minutes. Hold on. That didn't get pushed back, did it? Oh, yeah, it was originally released in November. Okay, okay, okay. March 20th. Same day as, um, that's right, same day as um, Animal Crossing. Okay, so, um, you know that for the Nintendo Switch, that their panic button is, you know, porting the game over. Now, of course, you know, Bethesda and them came out and, you know, assured to the fans that, it won't be a huge delay, but the team, which is a panic button, they are making sure that everything is up to the standards and expectations for the Nintendo fan base. I am kind of happy because this is the same time that um, Animal Crossing is coming out, and I kind of want to get into that. I don't really want to, you know, switch between something that's gory, because I'm personally excited on where this story may come. It's the reason why I play Doom. Because I like the story. And I'm gonna be, you know, up to my head in weeds on Animal Crossing. And I'm not picking it up on any other platform. But Yes, you guys can assure, be rest assured that it's going to be up to par because, you know, the team is well, uh, not acquainted, but they really know how to work with the Nintendo Switch and those the ins and know how to optimize each game for that system. Another rumor came up is Horizon Dawn getting a multiplayer, the sequel. Now, you guys know that this is just rumors, but a lot of people, well, I'm not going to say a lot of people, I'm just going to be direct with you guys. The PlayStation fan base is upset about this because they don't want no multiplayer games into this one. I don't know why. I really don't know why. It it they can stylize this to where um it doesn't have to be a shooter. Okay? But it can be you know, within that realm, I think it can be a good, it could 
possibly be a good multiplayer. You just have to, you know, think outside the box. Now, this is not yet confirmed, but I'm just like, you know, letting you guys know what is the uh, the word on the stream. Speaking of word on the stream, okay. So, Ninja Theory, the one who's um, pretty much been, well, they're pretty much Microsoft Studios at the moment. Um, there's a new game that they are developing, and it's called Project Mara. And this is what it, the synopsis is, and this is from IGN. Project Mara will be a real-world and grounded representation of mental terror, said Ninja Theory in a press statement, based on real-lived or real-life experience accounts and in-depth research. The goal is to recreate the horrors of the mind as accurately and realistically as possible. Project Mara would be an experiment title that um, would be new to the new, well new to the storytelling medium. You know what? I think that these guys here have seen that what is that game oh my god what is that game hold on guys they might have seen that game eternal darkness this was back on the gamecube because i love that game that and um amnesia i guess these guys are you know Taking the page out from those developers and whatnot because they are dealing with a lot of mental health, you know, game play and whatnot, game mechanics, I was saying. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited. The way that this sounds, this looks interesting. Of course, you guys know this is going to be on the Xbox One. X series or series X and um, on PC but only primarily through the Microsoft store yeah um, there is no date but I'm sure that it's gonna be like you know probably 2022 yeah give them some time because this is a project and when it's a project this is like early 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 development um okay so here's these other rumors that are coming out Mortal Kombat collection now this game this game has been rumored forever okay but it's you know it's popping up on the um on the intertwayer internet talking about um gosh what was I trying to say I'm on a oh my god I'm so sorry guys I'm just like my mind is racing getting back to the point okay Mortal Kombat collection is rumored to be coming to the current gen systems not next gen but the current gen and um Yes, I did enjoy Eleven, but 
I, for some strange reason, want to go back to Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. And that collection, I mean, I think when they ask for the collection, it probably goes up to one, two, possibly four. Let's look online and see what this game originally had in store. I want to understand that it's real. Okay, okay. So, it's Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 2. I hope that they up, like, you know, I love to, for one reason, one reason only, their sound, and I thought that the graphics for a 2D model game, I thought that the graphics was top-notch arcade. And I hope that they bring those assets to this current gen system. Oh yeah, and Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Heck yeah, I want this game. Heck yeah, I want it. Because I like these classic 2D fighting games. I enjoyed them a lot. So, um... Oh wow. It was originally released on August 30th, 2011 for the PS3, Xbox One, and Windows. Okay, okay. But I guess what's gonna happen is, is it's gonna be online, so they're going to add that component to this collection. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. So, um, Kotor, Knights of the Old Republic, remake is rumored to be coming to the current system and stuff like that. Um, and they're thinking of making it canon. This is on IGN. Um, Let me see. As reported by Cinelix, two sources claim to have knowledge on the rumored return of this beloved franchise. The first source says that the classic remake from 2003 is in development, while the second explained that it wasn't so much of a remake but a sequel of sorts. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll take anything after that debacle of that movie, if I'm being honest. Fortnite um, Chapter 2 Season 2 will now launch in um, February because there's some new stuff. The physics and the character needs a little bit more work. And um, that is expected to launch February 20th, 2022. And 
they need to because gosh I am really tired of the first chapter and then that I'm like you know ungrateful I play it every other day but um, you want something new I want to, you know, reiterate what the team says. That they um, also gave an update on Fortnite version 11.50. That they will move Fortnite to the Unreal Engine Chaos Physic. Um, the goal is to ensure that Fortnite still feels like Fortnite, but admit that there are some bumps along the road. Okay, you know what? I need to find out a little bit more information in regards to this new engine. And how will it play? I guess they're now trying to, you know, prepare for a smooth transition to these next gen, including, and I know we talk about it every other week, but yeah, I keep telling you guys. The Nintendo Switch Pro is, it will be released this year. Nintendo was taking their precious time releasing information because it looks like we're not going to get a direct. I mean, we got a layout of what's coming and stuff like that, but the reason why I don't think that we got uh, a direct is because they're going to drop information on that new system. And then they're going to feature and talk about more about what games are going to come to said new upgrade. Just checking to see if there's anything else because I don't want you guys to be in the dark. Um, they're talking more about which one's the best console sold, best selling video game console. Clearly, it's the PS4 with the Nintendo D- DS right behind it. Um, yeah, that seems like to be the top stories. In gaming. And now, here's your top stories in pop culture. Okay, guys, I want you guys to take a seat, okay? Well, if you're not already sitting, that is. And let's get into this. First up, let's talk to Miss Joe Morgan. All right. Okay. So, Joe Rogan, he's a comedian, podcaster. Um, he has very good content. I watch his shows from time to time. He has very interesting guests, and 
I'm not saying that he's not good at what he does. He's very good at what he does. I know that he's a host. He usually hosts for sports related games like boxing and UFC and whatnot. That's, you know, he used to be the host of that program, Fear Factor. I have never really, as you know what, as a matter of fact, I'm realizing right now, I have never seen her, um, his. I have never seen Joel Wagon's stand up. So, over the, this week, um, he endorsed. Bernie Sanders and a lot of people are in their feelings like a lot and I can understand why Joe Rogan has a very huge following it's almost cult like if you really want to know um I think that he's more of a liberal, but he has some right-wing ideologies. Um, and I guess that kind of make him an independent thought, or independent if you were to put him like in the center or whatnot. But here's the thing. Joe Rogan has some opinions that are very controversial. And what I mean by that is he's clearly, uh, he wants people to have guns. Considering all that happened with these things, he's like, it's not the guns and stuff like that, it's the people behind the guns. And that is true. That is true. However, here's the bigger picture. No one is saying that you can't have guns. I think guns are an American right. Okay? It's just that what I hope and I'm sure that he can agree to an extent, is that there should be some guns that you can have and some guns that you can't. And there should also be, you know, you don't want people who suffers from a mental health, whether it's small or huge, to be having access to these said guns because of what history has shown us. And he just wanna like, you know, say that that's like screw all that and whatnot. We should have it because it's our fundamental right. It's not a fundamental right. Unless it's in a time of war. And we are not in war at the moment. And he he's very transphobic. He's incredibly transphobic. And he will and he's he's in it. Like he is he is full blown 
no shame. He is stepping in it, and that is his right. And I admire that that's his right. Now, what's dangerous is that I don't believe that if he comes up like, oh, but they can live and they can do all that, and that's disingenuous. And I don't like that in a person. It's like, look, dude, you either go one way or you don't. And you're being political when you know that you have this following because these people subscribe to your train of thought. And Bernie should know this guy like who cares about Joe Rogan why are you posting Joe Rogan as you know oh my god this this guy he's endorsing me nobody cares because I'm gonna tell you something from what I've been reading off of his videos and whatnot most of his uh, subscribers and most of his uh, viewers are right wing because they all believe that Joe is secretly right wing. And from what I hear, and this is just my thing, I believe that Joe is one of those guys that claim to be liberal, that he wants to be a democratic and stuff like that. But as soon as he get behind that closed doors and stuff like that, that he is a right winger because he likes to keep his status. And he does not want to share, he doesn't want to share that pie. Even though he knows him not sharing or having a distribution of wealth can benefit not only him, but everyone. They they like they like the status that they're at. They like the they like how much of an influence they have over people. And that's what Joe is. He knows he's heard across the world. But if there's an opportunity that his influence can be swayed from other people, he'll, you know, he'll bear his teeth. I don't know if you guys understand what I'm saying. I know it sounds like convoluted here, but I guess I'm gonna try to simplify it like this. I think that I admire him for standing in his truth and holding to his convictions. However, holding to those convictions can do harm to a marginalized group. And if it does harm to a marginalized group, you should not be seeking endorsements from that said person. Because what you are telling his followers and whatnot is that they, even though that it may be subtle in their thinking, but they'll side along with it. I mean, these people, are completely marginalized and they don't need somebody who is going to be representing the country that endorses hate speech towards them. 
um, a little bit more about something hateful. Okay, so LeBron James' son was at his game and some jerk um, decided to draw an orange peel at this young child. A child. Now, of course, and, and the sad part about it is LeBron James was there. Yes, he was there. And security, you know, escorted the young man out. He said that he feels horrible about what he did. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You don't feel horrible about what you did. And a lot of people was like, um, they was proud that LeBron James didn't, you know, get up in his face and whatnot. Because LeBron James know that, you know, he's in the public eye and he wanted to be, you know, he didn't want to do nothing. Let me tell you guys something, okay? This is why you got goons around you. Goons. I may not touch you because I'm trying to maintain this image. But you best believe that I'm going to have some people come and see you. What he did to that young child was ignorant. And it had undertones to it. And you know it did. Yes, the man was of Caucasian descent. Who throws trash at a child? What are you implying? Now, you, you might not like his father. That's fine. You can have that conversation with his dad. But don't take it on the child. The child has nothing to do with his father. Except be related to him. And yes, he is doing really good. And basketball and whatnot. But hey, what do you expect? He has a father who has an impeccable workout ethnic ethic that works for him and his son for shame and like I said had it been me oh they would have definitely went and saw him because that's my child um Lena Wave and her wife Elena male has split after two months of being married because Lena was out here not Lena but Lena she was out here still by she was cheating she was cheating and they came out with a joint statement I guess that's what fame does to you because um before she got on, and this is Lena, before Lena got on, she was, oh, it was all about that woman. It was all about that woman, but you know how fame does, it just tempts you to this, this world and where you feel that you can have anything that you want because you are in that club. And it destroyed their marriage. I mean, she was buying expensive gifts. Come on. Come on. 
for these guys have to understand, especially in the entertainment world, as swiftly as you come up, mirrors as swiftly as you go down. And you need to hold on to that stuff. Don't be sending nobody no expensive gifts and stuff like that. Save those, save that money. Okay. Antonio Brown has a warrant out for his arrest. Hold on, let's look up and see if there's anything um, updated about this. Okay, so him and his friend, um, it's a delivery, um, he, someone who's a delivery guy filed charges of battery and burglary against Antonio Brown, not his friend. Um, his friend and trainer, Glenn Holt. Now he's he was arrested, and um, they said that they, he was alleged of battering this person, a truck driver. Um, it appears that he did get picked up, and that he was released on bail. Listen. Listen, Antonio Brown, I know you may never hear this, but someone who may be close to you possibly can hear this. Look, you know that video that you had put on Instagram berating those cops and stuff like that? Because everybody, anyone, especially in your position, has to know that cops move like a gang. They move like a game. You should have known that you were going to be public enemy number one around that area. Now, you know, of course, I think that this is blown way overboard. I think this is way overblown. But um, they're trying to get you for doing that. They're trying to get you. And if you were smart, this is when you, this is how you would handle certain things like this. The very first thing you need to do is you need to go to the police department and you need to sit down with them. And you need to square away what's going on. Because you shouldn't be a target, but they're making you one. And you should want to be well aware of what their action is. And if they continue to pressure you, then that is defying intervention telling you to get the hell up out of that neighborhood. Now, you shouldn't be pushed to this, but they're wanting your freedom. Because they can't have your money. And they can't have your influence. So they figured that since we can't touch them on those two things. Then let's just take them out completely. This. This. This is stupid. You know it. And we all know it. This is dumb. This is a ploy to get you out. Do not give in to these people. 
sit down with them and have a adult conversation. And if they don't want to come, just they don't want to, you know, be open to reason, then that is your cue to get the hell up out of there. That's your cue. And we'll leave it there. Um, I don't know when they're going to have his, um, oh, he's having the court on Friday. Okay. Well, like I said, I'm sure that they're going to sort it all out. He shouldn't have had to pay that money. But, um, okay. Um, Wendy Williams' divorce is final, and there will be no alimony. She did give him a million-dollar life insurance. If she passed, she gets a million dollars. And a lot of people were like, what? Why? I think the reason why that she's giving him that is because she wants to make sure that he doesn't come after her, their son's money. And I think that's the reason why they did it. Now, of course, they're going to split the cost of their homes and whatnot, which is now on the market. I think it's for $1.7 million. But um, I'm glad that she's. this is finally behind her. It needs to be. Good luck to both parties. I'm just trying to make sure that there isn't anything hot before I close out here. Mm. You know what, guys? It looks like that is it. Oh my god. Um. Oh no, that was something trivia when I was looking at um yeah so that looks like that's it for the top stories in pop culture of another episode of Cheap Thrills. I've been your host, Etheria, and I hope to see you next week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01. 